Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want you to feel confident in raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm Joshua Humpa, the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God and the father of two spectacular kids with my wife, Stephanie. In this episode, we'll explore the two things you should do at home constantly to create a godly family and to help you feel like you got this. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Confident Parent Podcast. Now, it has been a minute. It's been a while since we've done an episode, and the reason being was that when COVID hit, we had to shift gears at the church, and so all my focus went solely 100% on the videos for kids. And so with that, man, it was doing. we were doing two videos a week, and it was a, it was a lot. It was a lot. And then we were shifting back to normal services, and Finally feels like, okay, we're at a spot where we're, we're back to the podcast, but I'm so excited to be recording these again and hopefully being helpful to you and your family. I mean, as the podcast is all about, we want your family to grow up loving Jesus, that your kids, as they're, they're adults, man, they are thriving. They are just killing it in their, their walk with God and reaching the world for Christ. And so we're back. We're back. And today's today's topic, I'm really, really excited about this one. Uh, this idea comes from our baby dedication class. And so when we teach our baby dedication class, uh, this is one of the things that we say, okay, here's what dedication is about. Now, here's how you do it. So baby dedication, in case you're not familiar with how we do it in the AG or at our church, baby dedication is all about uh, making a contract. It's a symbolic gesture that we make with God. It's a contract between us as parents and God saying, hey, God, I'm going to do the best I can to raise my kids to love Jesus. And then you got to do the rest, <laughs> right? We're people, we're flawed. We can only do so much. And so God, I'm going to do my part. And then you do your part. And then there's this contract, right? So some, we get something out of it uh, and God gives us something when we do something. And so God's going to bless our families when we do it. And so that's kind of part one. And then we talk about the real life. How? How do you do that? How do you raise a family to love Jesus, especially in this crazy world? And so I, I think for all of us, we want our kids to have a thriving relationship with Jesus. We want them to, to be good people when they grow up. I mean, we want them to have want to, we want them to want to have a relationship with us when they're adults, right? It's like I don't I don't think any of us want to say, like, yeah, when my kid's like 60, I don't want them to talk to me ever again. Or when they're in their 20s, I don't want to have any sort of separation with them. I don't want to talk to them, forget them. It's like all of us want to have great relationships with our kids. We want them to go to church. We want them to read their Bibles. We want them to, to be doing making the right choices when they're in the workplace. And so how do we do that? How do we do that in real life? And so here it is. This is like the, the main topic, the big idea, the, the one thing I want you to remember. It's just two things, okay? So if you forget anything else, just remember this. The two things are we model our faith and we talk about Jesus often. All right, you get that? We model our faith and we talk about Jesus often. If we will do those two things, that's it. Those are the two simple things. Model our faith and talk about Jesus often. I 100% guarantee that your kids will be better off as an, as an example from us being set to them. That, that our kids, our, our families will be more united. They'll be more blessed. Just overall, things will be better in our lives and our kids' lives if we model our faith and then talk about Jesus often. So let's unpack those. Let's talk about those two things. Modeling your faith. What does that mean? How do you do that? And talk about Jesus often. Now, again, th those two things are really easy to say. Obviously, a lot harder to do in real life, especially the first one, modeling your faith. And so what does that mean? It means showing your kids by your actions what it means to be a Christ follower. It's showing your kids, hey, look at me. I'm going to show you 
how to be a Christian, how in real life to apply God's word in your life. And so that when your kids see you uh, and they see your actions, they know that is a solid, faithful Christ follower. Now, some of you don't feel confident in that. Some of you feel like, boy, I'm struggling every day just to do it. That's part of it, right? That's part of modeling our faith. Obviously, I think all of us want to be rock stars when it comes to our walk with Jesus, but all of us have moments where we're other days are better than others, right? And so our kids, they're going to replicate what we do. And so if, if we don't take this seriously, if our walk with Christ is just something that, you know, maybe half the year we do well and the other half we don't, then that's what our kids are going to see and what they're going to do as well, right? They replicate what we do. They get into what we get into. They get interested in what we're interested in. And the examples and the models that we set for them, that's what they'll do. So you got to kind of Take this for what it is. Model your faith. Talk about Jesus often. Can you, if you just think about your choices right now, can you look at your kids and say, yeah, I'm giving them a great example of what a Christ follower looks like. Now, you might say, I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know, I'm not Christ. But yeah, I feel good. I feel confident in the way that I'm modeling my faith. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't feel confident. Well, let me tell you, you can start today. You know, it's never too late to just begin to do that, to model your faith show your kids what it means to follow Christ. And so I just have a couple examples of how you can model your faith. Like, how do you make this real life for your kids? So here's the first one. Show your kids how and where you read your Bible. If you're not reading your Bible every day, that is step one in what you have to do to model your faith for your kids. Reading the Bible, I mean, study after study shows that if if you're spending time in your word, in God's word every day, in the word, your life will be changed. It will be more like Jesus. You'll be more generous. You'll be more just willing to be a world changer for Christ. But you got to do it, right? It's not going to just, just happen. It's like the same as eating healthy food. It's not going to just happen. You have to choose to do it or working out. You have to choose, make an intentional time. And, and so one of the ways that you do that is you pick a time and a place to do that. And so for, for my wife and I, it's right away in the morning. We wake up a little bit earlier. Uh, she's got a spot on the couch where she sits. She reads her Bible. Uh, and then I listen to it. I do much better listening to things than, than reading it. I retain it. I'll let, <laughs> if, there's a lot of times I'll read something and I'll read a paragraph and then I'll get through the paragraph and be like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I don't even remember anything I just read. And so listening for me is better. And so you just got to figure out how, how do you retain information? How do you, you know, receive stuff easier? Maybe just watching something. Um, whatever it is for you, figure it out. Get a time and a place to do it. Read your Bible. And so with my wife, it's like my daughter, Chloe, when she gets up early, earlier than normal, she knows where my wife is. And she oftentimes likes likes to go sit by my wife and read the Bible with her. But our daughter knows. She knows that mom has a spot where she reads the Bible. and She knows when. And she knows me too. When I got a headphone in the morning when I'm getting ready, um, I like to listen to it as I'm, as I'm, you know, brushing my teeth and doing my stuff. Um, she knows I'm listening to the Bible. And so she knows to give me some time too because I need to listen and focus to it. So show your kids how and where to read the Bible and then read it with them. And then alongside with that, show them how to pray. You know, show them how you as a Christ follower are praying. You know, we pray in the good seasons and the bad. And we want to show our kids that we talk to Jesus all the time. You know, if, just like with the Bible, if you don't have a specific time and place that you're, that you're, that you're praying, you're not praying. If you can't tell me where and when, then you're just not doing it. Like you might have these little sporadic things, but can you say that you have a real good prayer relationship with Jesus? Jesus wants to talk to us. And so same as reading our Bibles, let's find a time and a place to pray. And boy, what an example that'll be. You know, just picture this. In 10 years from now, your kid is asked, you know, does your mom and dad pray? And they're like, oh, yes, absolutely. I know exactly where and when they pray. 
I watched them. I remember waking up and when I was just a little kid, I'd wake up and I'd see them reading their Bible over there in this little corner. And yeah, that really stuck with me. This will make a difference. This will show something to your kids. Again, it's modeling your faith for your kids. You know, another example of how you can do this, show them why church is so important. Model it for them. Why is church important? You know, church, the point of church is to connect with other believers. And so are you doing that? Are you connecting with other people at church? Are you in and out? Are you there some Sundays when you feel like it, when it feels good and works with the schedule? Or are you there to connect with other believers, you know, to sharpen each other, to encourage each other, for others to be there for us? Um, can your can your kids look to you and say, hey, they got friends at church, like they know people. And if not, hey, we want to help you do that. So connect with one of, one of us pastors at the church, We want or one of your pastors at your church. We want to help you connect with other people. You know, serving in church is another great way. You know, if you're showing your kids that that church is important, it's an important part of our lives, and connecting with other believers, worshiping with God, learning together, and serving together, if you're not serving, then why would your kid ever serve? Why would they ever see any importance or a reason to serve in the church? You know, and consistent attendance is another big thing. You know, if we are only coming when we feel like it, I mean, think about it. Why would your kid, when they're in their 30s, why would they ever go to church? Why would they ever make it a, a part of their, their habits and their daily routines. If you set the example that, you know what, no, church is important and it's just a staple, it, it's a, a regular part of our weekly schedule, then that habit will continue with your kids. You know, for my parents, they did that for me and I am so grateful. I mean, that's one of the things that I am most thankful for for my parents. I'm 31 now. When I was a kid, my dad played drums uh, and he was like the only drummer here at the church, like back in the 90s. There was him. <laughs> that was it. With him and his long-haired mullet, rock star guy, he was the drummer. And so I was here all the time, every Sunday, Wednesday, and then even Saturday mornings for rehearsals. And if there's extra things, I was here at church all the time. And man, I am so glad that that was part of our lives. Um, you know, now I'm grateful. I love, I love the church. I love being a part of the church and being part of the ministry of connecting with others and helping lead people to Jesus. And I think your kids, I think they're going to feel the same way. If you model this and it's not just a burden, another thing just to check off the list, something that we have to do this week, man, your kids are going to take that and they're going to run with that if you're modeling that for your kids. You know, another area is financially. You know, how do you spend your money and, and what do you spend it on? Are you generous with your money? I mean, do you show your kids that, you know, money isn't something that I, I've acquired and it's something just for me, but instead it's, it's a gift from God. It's something that God has given us a tool to use to further his kingdom and to enjoy life, to be generous with, but also to give away. If you model that kind of behavior with your finances, man, they'll see and they will model what you do. Are you giving to missions? Are you giving uh, your tithes? You know, are you giving extra to God? You know, if you set that example for your kids and say, hey, this is what we do. As soon as we get paid, as soon as we find any extra money, whenever we're blessed with extra money, we give right back to God right away what belongs to him. And then we're going to take care of those that are serving around the world. Boy, what an example to send to your kids. And so with modeling our faith, it means showing your kids what it means to be a Christ follower. You know, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to the way that we talk to people, how does Jesus talk to people? I mean, if when you're in the restaurant and they get it wrong, are you snapping at the, at the waiter or the waitress? Are you being like, you idiot, what are you doing? I said, no pickles. Are you gentle with them? You know, the fruit of the spirit, be gentle, be kind, patient. How do you interact with other people? Yeah, maybe with your spouse, your significant other. How do you argue with them? 
you know, is an, it's hard. This is the real life, the nitty gritty. This is the hard stuff here. But how are you modeling your faith even in those tense moments? I mean, think about it in 15 years. Are your kids going to say, boy, they were great on Sundays, but when they got home, whoo, it was crazy in my house. They were swearing, yelling, throwing dishes all the time. We had to, we never had dishes because they're always getting smashed. <laughs> I don't want my kids to say that about me. And so how will I model conflict to my, to my kids, right? We all fight. We all come into con- conflict with people constantly. And so what kind of example will we set in the way that we interact, that we conversate, that we conflict with others? Will you look at people and say, I'll, I'll be gentle. I'm going to do the best that I can to be gentle. Again, we're not perfect, but the best that we can model our faith. Show our kids that this isn't just something that we say, but this is something that we live. Now, we are going to talk about the things that we do say. So the first part is model your faith. This is how you raise a godly home. Model your faith. And the second part is talk about Jesus often. I want to tell you the story about that just happened this week, just a couple of days ago. Uh, we were spending time reading the Bible uh, with the kids. And so we watched, actually, a lot of times we watch Bible stories. Um, we watch, there's this YouTube channel called Saddleback Kids. It's a church in Florida, and uh, they put out these incredible cartoon Bible stories. They're so funny. Uh, it's the Heyo! So you can find them on YouTube if you want them. Um, but anyways, so we're, we just finished reading the Bible story, and so I talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, um, you know, fiery furnace, and them standing up for God and saying, no, nah, we're going we're gonna to own our faith. And so after we're done with that, I turn to the kids and I, my son is two, my daughter is five at the moment. And I turned to them and said, you know, kids, um, mommy and daddy, we love Jesus, but you have to decide for yourselves if you're going to follow Jesus. You have to decide for yourself whether or not Jesus will be your hero. You know, you can't just get to heaven because mommy and daddy love Jesus. Like you have to make this decision for yourself. And without skipping a beat, <laughs> my daughter, Chloe, she turns to my son, Carson. So he's two. She's five, right? He t- she turns to him and says, Carson, okay, are you ready to pray? <laughs> and she says, repeat after me. And then she starts leading him through the sinner's prayer. Oh, man. She says, all right, dear Jesus. And then Carson, my little guy, he goes, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you for loving us. For loving us. Oh, man, it was the cutest thing. And then <laughs> as the prayer's going on, you know, you're supposed to like, say enough words in the prayer so that the next person can repeat after you without going. So she starts saying this long phrases, Jesus, please help me to trust you even when it's really difficult and I don't, don't know what to do. My son, my son's too. He's like, what? <laughs> and it was so funny, man. But I was so proud of my kids. I was so proud of my daughter at that moment because she knew, I mean, she has heard us talk about this enough that she could repeat it to, to her little brother and lead him through the sinner's prayer. I mean, that's great. And it made me so grateful and it made me feel like, man, we're, we're talking about this a lot. We're doing it right. And I hope that's the story that you have in your family as well. We don't get this right all the time, you know, and it's not like we talk about Jesus all the time so that we never talk about anything else, but we do talk about Jesus often. And so when it comes to the spiritual side of things, when it comes to, you know, there's a very practical real world life application, but there's a spiritual world too. And a lot of us, it's part of the reason why we did this podcast is a lot of us, we don't feel confident in answering these questions. You feel like you don't have all the answers on how to do things Jesus's way. Well, I want to tell you, it's okay to say, I don't know in those conversations when there's a spiritual question and you just don't know. It, it is all right. You are given permission to say, I don't know, but don't leave it there. Ask someone for answers and then get back to your kids when they have questions. Like if they ask you something about death or salvation or something crazy in the Old Testament that happened and you have no idea why God did things the way that he did back then, you don't know, tell your kids. 
That's a great question. I don't know the answer, but let's go ask someone else. Let's go ask Pastor Josh. Let's go ask, let's go look it up and try and figure this out and then explore that with them. You know, we want them to ask questions. We want them to figure this stuff out by themselves. So let's talk about it. Let's not shy away from it. Let's not feel like, I don't know. So let's, uh, we'll just, we'll just, you can learn about that on Sunday when you go to church for 20 minutes and then hopefully you answer all of your questions. No, let's, let's talk to them about it. Let's talk about Jesus when we're disciplining our kids. I mean, let's talk about the why to sin. Let's explain to them, this is what you did wrong. This is how it hurt our relationship. And based on what Jesus says and the example that he gives us, this is why I want you to act this way. You know, for example, some of the, one of the things that we're really working with our kids now is just just saying please and thank you and not demanding things. <laughs> it's like my kids right now, they like just like to just like tell me I want this and then expect it, you know. And so we're trying to, <laughs> trying to work on them to like just say please, just ask me, don't boss me around. And then I expect. Not all the time, not every single time, but we explain to them, like, it's it's honoring, honoring mom and dad, right? Mom and dad are in charge. You're not in charge. And so we want to talk nice to each other and be gentle with our words as the Holy Spirit, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is, is being gentle. So, kids, say please, please say thank you. Um, and so when you discipline, explain the why. Explain it. Talk about it. Talk about what the Bible says. Why sin is so bad. Why it's so hurting. And then we'll talk about this in another episode of the podcast, but this is so good. When you discipline... I mean, the whole point of discipline is to help restore the relationship. When a kid sins against you, when they lie, when they steal, when they dishonor, it breaks the relationship. And so we want to fix it. You know, another way that you can talk about Jesus often is with nature. Whether you're on a drive, whether you're, you know, you're going on a hike or whatever, you're just, you're mowing the lawn. Man, that is such an easy way to be like, man, isn't it so cool that God made all this? I love doing that with my son. Um, I love, you know, we did this with my daughter a lot when she was really young, but we were just at the, at the, uh, at the zoo, you know, we're looking at the hippo as it's swimming through that water. I turned my son, I'm like, man, isn't that so cool that God made that? That God designed the hippo to be like this? That the hippo can be in water and out of water and look so graceful in the water, even though it's ginormous. But just tying it back to Jesus. Any conversation you have, try and tie it back to Jesus. You know, when you do fun things, when you get to do something fun, you're on vacation or you're just, you're going out for ice cream or something. Tie back and be like, man, kids, aren't you so grateful that Jesus blessed us with this opportunity? That Jesus gave us the money or the time or even just the opportunity to do this fun thing? Aren't you grateful that God blessed us with this? You know, another good thing, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier with modeling your faith, but when your kids are fighting with either a sibling or just another kid, talking about Jesus often and talking about it from, you know, what would Jesus do? Let's talk about how does Jesus say that we should handle conflict, kids? Let's talk about it. You know, again, I, I want to remind you, don't don't stray away from spiritual conversations or questions that they have. You know, and be intentional about this. This is another topic we're going to get to, get to in another in a couple of couple of episodes. But asking them some intentional questions, like, has anybody hurt your heart today, or like, do you have any questions about the Bible or or church, or maybe if something happened in the day that wasn't fun, you know, maybe ask them. You know, do you have any questions about how Jesus would do this or what the Bible says? Talk about Jesus often, as much as you can. Give Jesus the credit, tie it all back to him. Use examples of, well, this is what Jesus says that we should do. Man, if you do this, if you do these two things, model your faith, show your kids what it means to be a Christ follower, and then talk about Jesus often. Just talk about it. Have conversations with your kids about things of, of, of God, of the kingdom, of the Bible. Man, I promise you, your family will be more united 
your kids, they'll grow up and they will honor and respect you so much more. I mean, talk about that. Honoring, if you're not modeling honoring your parents, I mean, why would your kids ever honor you? Model your faith. Talk about Jesus often. We all want unity, right, in our families. We want our families to not not fight, to not hate each other. We want to get along with each other. We want them to go to church. We want them to love church, love the Bible. So let's model it. Let's show them how to do it. And then let's talk about Jesus often. Boy, I I promise if you do that stuff, your family will be blessed. And I'm excited. I'm excited for your family. I'm excited for you to do this. And it's hard. It's hard to do. But if you just remember, I'm going to model my faith, talk about Jesus often. Boy, you will be so, so blessed. Well, it's been so great to do another podcast with you. Well, I'm feeling feeling confident. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go model my faith and talk about Jesus often. And I hope you do too. We want your kids to have a thriving relationship with Jesus as you lead them. So, hey, share this podcast with somebody if you think this would be helpful for them. Let them know. We want uh, we want as many parents as possible to raise their kids to love Jesus. That's how the world will be changed is when the next generation loves Jesus. So share this podcast. And if you don't have a home church, hey, come check out Oak Creek Assembly of God in Oak Creek, Oak Creek, Wisconsin. If you're in the area, man, we are all in when it comes to kids ministry. We are grateful for you listening. Thanks so much. Hey, we're praying for you and believing that the best is yet to come.